happening oh we right need that countdown we usually get from you know five yeah. three two one they they're switching it up yep. i guess no no it was in there it was just you must have uh i clicked it and it's a great story never mind uh hi Lori. Hi. how you doing good well it's wednesday in the world it is but i just watched the super bowl with my son like this is the first time i've watched the super bowl uh i don't know in dozens of years like I finally had access because it's on Paramount Plus, which I it, usually like streaming. It was like you have to, I don't know, some $39. But it was just a mess. And so I just watched clips and uh, and try to fudge my way through knowledge for monologue jokes. Like just shit. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I know everything that happened. I'm really ready to work on a show. Um, <laughs> it was fun. And my son, within one quarter, decided he knew everything about football and just started calling things out and like vlogging with his friends. And I'm like, what are you, you just heard the name for phrase quarterback just now. And now he's <laughs> and, uh, Purdy or Porty or whatever his last name was. Anyway, it was a good game. Uh, San Francisco lost. I didn't realize how attached I was to San Francisco until they lost. And then... Um, yeah, it was pretty. You certainly aren't attached to football, but you're definitely attached to all things San Francisco. So that's why you care. Yeah. I mean, I don't really care that much about like the Giants and baseball and all that stuff. But, but I used to watch the 49ers with my dad and both of us were okay. trying to that's real. recreate what would be a Midwest father-daughter relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Because I know my grandpa who played football, who played for DePaul and he played for like a pre-NFL team, loved football. And the reason, one thing my mom loved about him is that my dad didn't play football or didn't care about it. Like that was his number one selling point. And so I think he, he later were like, oh, let's give it a shot, you know. <laughs> so we would watch the, the Niners a lot. And then, um, you know, that was it. So I guess it reminds me of my dad, but whatever. We watch uh, the football game. Uh, it's in the background on Rabbit Ears, HD mm -hmm. Rabbit Ears, mm -hmm. and because just on regular television. Mm -hmm. And then um, the only thing I like about football is the sound of it in the background. Yeah. Sort of the roar of the crowd and the sort of the whistles and stuff. Yeah. And then it just makes me want to roast a chicken <laughs> and sit around because I know that my. My dad watched it every. He bet on all the games. So, oh my god, it was all the all the commercials are gambling apps. Jackie, your dad must be in heaven right now. Or uh, there was. Did you see the the creepy AI ad? Did you that see that awful. the Jesus ad? Yeah, that was. Uh, that, no, that created. Uh, I didn't see the Jesus one. Was that an, an AI ad too? Yes. Yeah. It was. It was AI people washing uh, unlikely people washing feet. And, uh, oh. <laughs> like, why? there's a new religion. Feet. Yeah. I mean, when I get a pedicure, I'm, I'm appalled for the, the lady doing it. And I'm, and I'm sorry to her and I tip her and these people volunteering, gra grabbing, grabbing strangers feet and washing, washing them is just revolting. 
Was that an AI though? Did yeah. I get? I mean, it would, they were pictures that were AI. I'm sure they didn't. Yeah, they were AI pictures. I would bet a million percent. They look like okay paintings. Yeah. There, there was an ad for a Microsoft thing called Companion or Complex or Complicit oh, or something. <laughs> I only saw, because I went to Maria's recording of After Midnight. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. She's, uh, it's happening tonight, which would have been Sunday night, you guys. Yeah. Um, and it's. What is it? Uh, Kevin Smith and Wayne Brady were the other two. Wow. That's, that's a and very different energies. <laughs> very. And it, and it, it really, it worked. Yeah. Because the point of the whole show is to have fun. It's not yeah. to win a game. Right, right, right. <laughs> there is no game. There is comedy. Yeah. There is only Zool. So please just have fun. And do what you what the kind of comedy you do. Like Marcelo Arguello, uh, had a great just busted chops, taking names. Yeah. Uh Taylor Tomlinson hilariously came up to me and said, I don't know if you remember me, Jackie. <laughs> oh my God, are you serious? Did you did you say I was like, tell me your name? <laughs> I uh I was like, no, of course. And she said, I featured, I uh emceed for you and Maria once at Flappers. Uh, and uh oh, I was like, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, yeah, because I remember her stand-up. Because we made her, she was comic of the week probably five years ago. Yeah, at least, yeah. And and her her last tour was two hundred cities. Fuck. That's insane. So Oh. She's, she hasn't been doing it that long, but she's she's always been really smart and funny and great as a comic. And then she blew the fuck up. And the vibe at At Midnight was so mellow it, and it, fun and chill. Like she seems very mellow and chill, which is astonishing, given the amount of pressure that she's under. And that's just sort of spreads out to the rest of the contestants, you know? Right. It was a, a woman um, director and a woman EP, and it was just, there were plenty of men, plenty of men around, uh, a lot of writers. I saw Skylar. Oh, cool. Uh, so, and, um, but it was, it felt like we're all at work. Let's all do the work, mm -hmm. but let's not be grumpy about it. Let's not be worried about it. Let's just shoot it again. What do you need? And uh, they great. Do they do? How long was the actual taping? I stayed for half of it, uh, which was it's a probably an eight hour day, nine hour day. Right, but uh, they, and today was an extra. Yeah. So wait, the, yeah, they start taping at four thirty. They stopped at seven. Wow. And that was the first half. That was the first half. Wow. That's long. Or wait. Wait, they might have stopped at six. That's right. Then, we, then they break for dinner, and then they go back at seven. That's oh it. my gosh. Okay, wow. So, when, so it's a long day. Do they normally finish that late? Because they have to get the show on the air on the East Coast by midnight, right? Or, or yeah, thirty. Yeah, well, um, that's that, thirty. But I mean, oh my god, it's if tight. They're, if they're getting like 
an hour and a half of footage to editors and they have to cut it down to like 45 minutes and then deliver it by, I don't know. Uh, they were on the fly. As I walked out of the first half, yeah. the, all the editors were, all the edit bays were. Wow. That's yeah. intense. So. Yeah, because I took a picture of one of the edit bays and the director came up and said, you didn't film that, did you? And I said, no, no, I'm I'm awkward. I'm not crazy, which might be my new slogan. <laughs> that's funny. I like it. Um, well, that's cool. That's exciting. Um, yeah, it was great. And it was entirely football related. And I, you know, I was in the, I was in Maria's green room. There was a, there was like a talent green room up high. Yeah upstairs in the um on the floor with the with the with the dressing rooms and then there was a there was a green room downstairs where sort of agents and managers and friends and then there was a live audience and i could have sat in the live audience but literally it was too cold (laughs) the stage was so cold i couldn't face it and the big green room had um a tv showing the show yeah and um Marianne uh Ways was just like, You wanna sit in the in the audience? And I was like, I don't. I'm cozy. And uh but Irene too is just hanging out in the audience. I think she's uh, scheduled to do it soon. Oh cool. Um Yeah and, and I uh yeah. Oh, I think it's if you're gonna do it, it's a good idea to see it in person a couple times, right? At least once. Yeah. Just to see the jam. Uh it's not a bad idea. Or or not. Because that's how mellow it was. The first time I did At Midnight, I had not seen it. I had not even seen it on television. <laughs> I just showed up. Jackie, you've also never seen stand-up comedy before, right? And you've been doing it for 36 years? It's true. I will not see stand-up comedy. <laughs> I can't stand the genre when other people do it. Yeah. It's, uh... Uh, well, that's really cool. And uh, I'm sure... I know I saw the ads for, I mean, her, their ads were really funny. She did like a combo ad with Colbert and uh, they were funny. And yeah, cool. I saw that. And uh, yeah, so I'm guessing they'll have a lot of people watching because tomorrow's a big holiday. I mean, my my son doesn't have school. I think a lot of people are off tomorrow. So it's a stay up late day for sure. I wonder, I wonder what, why, why doesn't your son have school? Uh, well, it could be. Because, Is it like parent teacher thing or? No, it could be because he's an incredible liar. Uh, but actually I think it's some sort of, uh, so it's a partial holiday. I think it's not a, a like president's day is next Monday, but I, I don't know why, you know, at Jackie, I don't know. I just know that I okay. don't have to. That a lot of schools don't, maybe it's the Super Bowl holiday. Maybe that's what America's become. Yeah. It's so important. Um, yeah, uh, it's been a big day for me. I got up very early, went to breakfast with friends. Mm-hmm. I recorded the dork forest at 11. Mm-hmm. I went and hung out for five hours at a, at a shoot taping Wow! and only got to play catch. There was a football in the green room that I was like, anyone want to play catch? And so I played catch a little bit and then I ate too much because all the food was free and then um love free food and that it was well it was wings 
and pizza. I mean, it was they they went with Super Bowl. What about what's what's the uh, gift? What did Maria get? What's the gift basket like? I mean, should we try to do the show as a gift basket? Good. I almost grabbed this thing that Maria was going to abandon in her dressing room, which is a skin thing. It's a wand. Oh, that you hold up to your face. Oh. And I looked it up on Amazon, and it was worth one hundred and eighty nine dollars retail. Is it this? That's it exactly. I have it hanging right here to when I'm when I'm just like on a it like it glows red. It's an infrared light, and you just put it on your face, you know, while Jackie's talking. But I have it. <laughs> this is crazy. And so they were giving you this, right? No, this one yeah. must be 60. Sounds like that's a better one. I need to do this show. Right, right. It's a, or just go and into Maria's old green room because it's in the box. You didn't take it? I didn't know if you'd want it. No, I didn't take it. I didn't. Uh, Every, I took a candy bar. Anything. Okay. For God's sakes. Candy bars are available and they cost way less than $20. Than <laughs> um, electronics. It's true. Um, but we have so much gack around this house that I can't possibly I see condone it. bringing gack that I don't know that I want. Understood. Do you see some gack? <laughs> uh, Superman, Spider-Man. Yes, there's things arranged behind you. Yeah, yeah. There's hero clicks. Uh, there's a there's a, a Wolverine hero clicks with him lying on a bed, looking at a picture of Jean Grey. It's incredibly specific, mm-hmm. and I was give it was given to me by hero clicks because I'm an influencer. Jackie, you are, and I, but who's gonna have to clean up that stuff when uh, you and Andy are you know commit your murder suicide that you've been planning for ten years? Who's gonna go through um, that? It should be Steve Mandel because he likes hero clicks. <laughs> Um, that's his friend. Yeah, yeah. Good times. Um, let's uh, see. Did you go up this week? I did. You, you I, didn't go out of your home. I was home this week, and uh, this uh, this next weekend, I'll be in Glendale, Arizona at Stir Crazy. Glendale is one of the burbs of, of Phoenix, so uh, you'll have to you'll have to make a little drive. I don't know how much, but I know that Phoenix, the entire- It's in a restaurant mall. Yes. It's laid out in a grid and you just, you will have to make a series of lefts and rights and rights and lefts, and then you'll get to the, to the mall. There's, there's no curves. There's no windy roads in all of Arizona. It's just left and right. Um, It's above a cold stone. Get it, get out there. It's (laughs) next to an ax throwing bar. (laughs) But, uh, but- the um, I was supposed to do laughs in Tucson in March, and then oh right, then it got it got a little fuzzy, and so now I have plane tickets to Tucson. So I'm trying to scare up a date just anywhere there. <laughs> like I might there have... might be a don't tell. I should check if there's a don't tell. Good idea. Maybe I will. Can you send me that link? Were you sure? Okay. Um. But yeah, even just a one-nighter, if I could do something, that would be fun. I mean, it it would be, it would be like. I mean, you I, could get a refund on that on the, on the ticket. I'm sure. Oh, yeah, Southwest, so I can just scooch it over. But I thought, well, why not? Just you know, we'll see. Um, yeah. So let's see. Last night, last night was really fun. I did go fax yourself, which is a max fun 
podcast. Yes. Yeah. Tell me all about it. I did it once. It's a Max Fun, great Max Fun. Helen Hong, J. Keith Van Stratton. Mm -hmm. It's sort of a dorkdom. You picked a thing. What did you pick? So I picked three, you had to pick three possible things. I didn't know that, that, that how it went. I found out when I got there because I did very little or no research, but I said the three things I would say I know a little bit about that aren't stand-up comedy are the walking dead because of my son, uh, the <laughs> Royal family and the Irish Republican army. And, uh, <laughs> so, not swimming, not swimming. Oh, I guess I, yeah. I, I mean, it's so broad, right? So then, um, if he was the other comic who was on it and his were, uh, something, something and the challenge, right? And so if he went first and the challenge is this MTV show that's been on for, I don't know, 50 seasons, it's something, and they must do like eight seasons uh, a year or something. Right. So it's a guy. So if he start, and then they go, well, we're, we picked the challenge of your three topics. And then the guy who came out was the guy that if he had been talking about Jordan from the challenge, he's a big hero. Yeah. This yeah. Series. Go fact yourself is amazing. Right. The guests that they get are amazing. Right. Okay. So, so I'm like, oh, this is wild. And then I'm like, well, I have th of my three, either it, Prince Harry's going to come out or um, a terrorist. I was just, or, I was, <laughs> I was just saying maybe it's Meghan Markle's hairdresser or, um, you know, the walking dead. So they picked the walking dead. Right. And the thing is, is my son, like he comes with me to show sometimes and I'm like, but he's getting a little tired of stand-up. And I go, this is not stand-up. It's just something different. Why don't you come with me? So he's in the audience. And I'm, at first I had to answer Walking Dead questions. And I started failing. And I could, I could, I, I could, I had like a mother-son kinetic where I could feel him being enraged by my answers. Because I knew they were wrong. But I was just, I've watched too many sequels. You gave it a shot. Right. You gave it a shot. So then they start, and then he, they start asking about this one character, Eugene, uh, Kyle, you know who Eugene is, right? Eugene Porter. Yeah. So, and then this is a character I couldn't, I did not like this character because he got a lot of people killed and he was a coward and a liar. But my son <laughs> is always defending the cowards and the liars. He's always like, he, there's, they're having an arc. He loves Eugene. He loves what? Gabriel. He loves these, vi not vile, but just like cowardly, cowardly people. Right. right? And so, but he's a huge Eugene defender. <laughs> and the actor who played Eugene is also was also a stand-up. And he did Last Comic Standing with you. Do you know that? Do you know that? With Dan? you? With you. Me? Josh McDermott. Do you know? He was like, oh, I bet Josh McDermott. He's on The Walking Dead, and he yes, plays Eugene. Was, and first of all, he <laughs> nothing like his character. He has no blonde no, hair and a beard. He looks nothing like Eugene. And he walked out, and I was staring. I'm like, oh, I see it finally. I was like, but so he, you know, he he talked for a long time, and then um, he said, I want to meet your son. And my my son was like, you know, my son is very chill. His eyes are very, barely <laughs> long. You, know, like, you would think that he was stoned, but he isn't, to my knowledge, because he's super, well, super chill. He was delayed back. And I could see, 
it's like his skin was glowing and his and it was almost coming off of his bones. He was like so he couldn't believe it. And he was He does get hit red faced. His his face gets sort of like a slightly sweaty. Well and, uh, Yeah, this the only other time I saw it was when I took him to Montreal and I was doing the Bob Odenkirk thing and he was in the throes of Better Call Saul and I introduced him to Bob Odenkirk. And uh, the same thing, the same thing. And I was watching him. I'm like, I love this. Fuck. He never, he never registers above uh, emotional level of six. You know, he never gets fury. It's, he's just very, very, very level. And to see him be flustered and excited and thrilled was like really cool. And so Josh talked to my kid for like, I don't know, 15 minutes. And my son was asking these highly technical questions about very specific scenes. He remembers everything. Like he remembers like little moments in scenes and he wants the breakdown of how they happen. So that was really cool. So that was really, really fun. That was really fun. Yeah. Uh, Keith and Helen, Keith is willing to ask anybody. I did go fact yourself mm-hmm. and I got to meet Mark Wade and you don't know who Mark Wade is, but Keith, Kyle does. Kyle, yeah. Kyle. Mark Wade is one of the greatest comic book writers of all time. Oh, wow. And currently writing. And he, I got to meet Mark Wade and then Mark Wade did the dork forest and, uh, Mark Wade. So here's the thing. The questions I got, I said that I could do Marvel comic books. Yeah. And so I was asked very specific questions that I too got wrong. By the way, I was, who was I on? And it was asked about the, uh, a, a, a very specific world series that my, it was John Ross Bowie. That's who it was. Yeah. Was, uh, was on my, uh, at another actor. Great guy, by the way, hilarious. And, but he, his dorkdom was some sort of baseball game. And it was a, uh, it was a baseball game that um he asked, Keith asked him who pitched. He couldn't remember. And then the pitcher walked out. Ah! Oh my God. So he didn't walk out because he couldn't get, it was a remote, but it was over like Skype or something. And so he asks me all these questions and I keep guessing and I guess incorrectly, but then I guess some right. And then the big question where Mark Wade's going to walk out. And I say, Dan slot <laughs> and Dan slot is another really great comic book writer, but it wasn't Dan. It was Mark Wade. Oh it was so God. great to meet Mark. And I was like, and I'm sure I just, I almost lost. I was red in the face and just going, you're Mark. Like, I didn't mean to be that big of a nerd right in the moment, but there it was. And, uh, and so was John Ross Bowie about the picture guy. So it's a really great premise as far as Max fun, as I would say, as, as a premise for a, for a game show. And, and the, just the work that Keith puts into it, he nails it. He just, he gets them. He, he asked for my topics like two weeks ago and I'm like, easy, dude. I, I like, I didn't realize, I thought he was, he was just going to ask questions. And so I was like, oh, can, you know, for comics, it's like, can I tell you six o'clock at night on Saturday? Do I have to come up with this shit two weeks in advance? I had no idea he did all this extra stuff. So that was really cool. <clears throat> yeah that's amazing that's so cool um i wondered i wondered who you picked uh talk about something while i cough briefly <laughs> um let's see i did uh i did a lot of podcasts last week i did pardos 
Um, I did a uh, Nicole Byers, uh, had podcasts coming out. I did John Marcos. And, um, so I'm, I'm all in being very irritating and up in everyone's faces and, uh, sad about that. Um, I'm embarrassed. Let's just say it's like a lot of me. But just you, you felt uh, right, right. When you're promoting something and you do so many podcasts and every podcast is an hour, you're like, ah, crying out loud. I know. And yeah. then, and then everyone like, uh, uh, it seemed like four of them all dropped on the same day. And I'm like, I, uh, let me stagger how I promote these or no one will listen to anything, you know? Right. Uh, right. But, um, you yeah. should have had me come with you to Pardo's and sit in the extra chair. Oh. Did he talk about me? Come, did he talk at all about me? He didn't this time. Did he? he did mention you last time when you did that. Yes. Right. Because Maria did it when her special and book and album all came out or some damn thing. Mm -hmm. And Maria was like, will you just come and hang out at, at the, at the podcast? And I was like, yeah, I don't know that Jimmy's going to be psyched about that, but sure. And then the next day she was doing WTF and she was like, do you think I could get away with you coming to hang out with Marin? And I said, no, <laughs> no, I don't. As today I came and hung out with her at midnight after midnight. And, um, I will say, um, so mentioning Jimmy Pardo makes me mention Mike Schmidt, who used to do Never Not Funny. Right. With Jimmy Pardo. Oh. And Matt they're both there? Chicago comics. Did he? What? Did he, was he like where in Matt's position now, Matt Belknap? The th I, uh, I think before and then the three of them did it for a okay. while. Okay. And, uh, and then Mike started the 40-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. And um, Mike's brother, who is beloved, by the way, I have talked to so many perfectly nice dude comics who are like, Lenny's great. And uh, I got booked to do that Friday night gig. And it was a constant cacophony, you know, and Lenny himself made fun of it. He was like, there's no money. It's 10 minutes. It's at a golf course. There's eight comics. And I was like, oh, that's a lot of comics. Everybody's doing 10 minutes. What the hell is happening? 12 minutes, 15s. And um, so I ended up having to cancel it mm -hmm. because they booked, you know, I'm working on a hobo code for women comics, by the way. Um, just someone where you can in the green room or where a mezuzah would go. Uh, I want to put that on, on clubs, just a hobo code safe here. Oh, yeah. Um, dangerous get a walk back to your apartment or your your hotel uh i have different symbols there's a symbol for uh there's an actual hobo symbol by the way which is a triangle with stick fingers sticking out of it that are that are that, and it and it means person with a gun lives here so if you ever see that hobo code uh and it's not to stop you from asking for help as a hobo it's not to stop you from working with those comics or at that comedy club. Mm -hmm. Comedy hobo code is just for women comics to know, oh, this guy is a hitter. This guy yeah. is a douche. This is a safe place. Mm -hmm. This is a nice place. Mm -hmm. These people have a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Right. So, um, but I just, I, I wrote back, uh, this comic got booked and I said, oh, I, I, I can't work with that guy. I'm, uh, I have to cancel. And he wrote me back, WTF? Are you serious? Are you kidding? 
And then his SIG line, which is his automatic response on the bottom of his email, which says, thank you for your time. Signed, Lenny. And so I thought he was being sarcastic. I didn't know it was a SIG line. I write, thank you for your time when I log off. So I assumed he knew that I was serious and I was not kidding because I don't know. And here's just a hint to bookers and just dudes in general. If a woman says she doesn't want to work with somebody, she's never kidding. Yeah, right, right, right. Yes. I'm because we're not kidding. We love to work and we love to take spots and we'll do a free, a non-paying shit show at a golf course. Yes. So for us to say, yes. no, it's a problem. Right. Right. And so at, uh, two days later, I get a, te- I get a text from Augie with, I'm on the flyer. Moments <laughs> later, I get an email. I'm on the lineup. And so I, I, I write back and I'm like, you got to take me off the flyer or I'll do it publicly. And I get an email back from Lenny going, what the fuck? I wish you would have told me this two days ago. <laughs> and, uh, and I wrote back to him and I was like, I did tell you this two days ago. And he was like, that's just my sig line. People tell me all the time that they hate the people that are, that I've booked and that they won't work with them. I didn't know you were serious. And I thought about responding. Okay. Uh, that's a huge red flag. If <laughs> several people are consistently telling you that you book genuine shit bags. Yeah. <laughs> so, and so whatever, um, I didn't do the gig. And then the next night, weirdly enough, West side, I had to cancel West side cause I had forgot that I said I would do comedy and magic. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I was still on the, the West side flyer too but for a different, entirely different reason. And then I went to comedy and magic and I had never, I've never worked comedy and magic on a weekend, except for one time I featured for Kathleen Madigan Mm -hmm. 15, 16 years ago when she was doing a headline set Mm -hmm. and I did, and they used to run just regular shows. Now every show is a tag team. Yeah. And people do nine minutes. Yeah. So I did the six o'clock on the porch and then I did the eight o'clock in the main room and, um, yeah, it's, it was Kira Sultanovich and Jake Johansson were there. So oh, it was super fun. Cool. No, it's great to, to, to tighten up a set you want to do for late night, you know, and to go, is this, is this what this work in late? I, I feel like it's a perfect late night show, uh, practice room or a tightening room. You know what I mean? Cause you're, yeah, you're going to follow that, that makes sense. You're going to follow a lot of people doing their best minutes. Right. And it's not, it's not long enough. It's fit. Like if you had a 15, you could s- schedule two minutes of new shit and then get them back if you had to, but it's not long enough to schedule a bunch of Dustin, Dustin Ibarra, uh, got to follow me doing a bunch of new stuff. So <laughs> good for him. <laughs> I never do new uh, stuff at, at Comedy and Magic because that crowd, I don't know what it is, but they can sniff it out. They sniff it out. They're like little detectives and they're like, I don't think you've practiced that one yet. <laughs> no, you, no. Yeah, the, it's a real. I don't do new stuff. It's a, it's. Yeah, I, I don't, I try not to do super old stuff, but if I have to, I will. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's a, it's a really good room for that, especially. And then hanging out in the green rooms fun and then the food's fun so yeah 
Yeah. Uh, I think that's your right to do it like that. I did not do it like that because I did not know what it was. Uh, every other show I've done is the July five minute sets with the bell. And um, with what? So I just the bell. What do you mean? Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. The, the oh, bell. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, they ring a bell at, at the end of your set during in July when they have something like 40 comics doing fives at the Comedy of Magic yeah, for their anniversary. Funny. Yeah, but still. But uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, I forget that too sometimes. Sometimes they'll be like, I'm working on the stuff. I'm just going to work on it. Oh, good. I get to work on it. And then I'm like, oh, wait. I'm, <laughs> no, what am I doing? Why am I'm I at the Comedy and Magic doing nines? Yeah. Oh, stop it. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, I, it's always like, it's when I work at other places, I'm a little looser. And then there, I feel like I, I have to have a goal, like my, a set goal, you know, for this, you know, what the set, what am I, can this joke follow this joke or et cetera, et cetera. I don't know. Stuff like that. Yeah. The, the porch, I had never done the porch before, so it was packed full of folk. Yeah. Uh, I followed this guy, uh, Lowell, Lowell, Lowell Sanders. And, uh, yeah, probably. And, uh, he was very funny, mm -hmm. but he did, his stuff was, uh, inspired me to do sort of the mother-in-law chunk mm -hmm. instead of work. Cause when I did see, when I did see that it was a nine, I was like, oh, well see if the driving joke could be a, a set for late night. And so in the main room, I did the driving chunk wasn't that long or I forgot middle bits out of it. Mm -hmm. uh, and, um, but out on the lounge, I did, I, I did the mother-in-law stuff just because I wanted it to be stronger. And that's a lot stronger than the driving chunk. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I, uh, I have, I've booked 10 sets in New York. Yay. Um, when do you go? But I have to, uh, at the stand. Oh, and I go the 24th to March 3rd. Okay. So, okay. And so this, like this Thursday, tomorrow, after this drops, I fly to Fargo. Um, Laura, Marie and I do Fargo on Friday night. We drive to Duluth. We do two shows in Duluth Saturday night. And then I, <laughs> I Sunday. I know this schedule. Yeah. <laughs> And then I uh, fly to Milwaukee, where I've picked up a couple of sets around, mm -hmm. and um, in Chicago and Madison. And then, um, and then I fly to New York for a week, and then I'm home for one day, and then I go to Vegas for a week. You're out for a while. Um, Lowell, yeah, but I hear I. Oh mm -hmm. god. Oh god. No, Lowell Sanders, if it's Lowell Sanders, I worked with him. It's in Spellbinders in Texas. Like, back when Spellbinders was that, in Houston. That also sounds uh, probable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's a funny guy. He's been doing it a while. It's it's uh, weird how, how you can know people for, like, for so long in this business, you know? I still bump into them. Yeah. Um, I got offered a gig, um, and I couldn't do it. So I offered it to Kira because she has kids. Um, and she, I knew she'd be willing to drive. I wasn't, no, the there's Beaumont, too much on my plate. The Beaumont gig? Maybe. You, it was out uh, towards Palm Desert. Oh, yeah. So they said she's too young. 
what? Wow. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Right. I was like, well, you're wrong. Because she would have destroyed uh, with your olds. She would have completely massacred. What's the, um, the audience? Yeah, the audience 55 up. Doesn't make any sense. Would have been fine. Yeah. Turns out. Uh comedy doesn't doesn't it's not a height requirement. Jesus Christ. Also uh you don't yeah. Yeah, exactly. But but you know, ex an experienced comic like Kira and you and me and many of us, uh, we've worked all every single fucking gig there is, so we can kind of work every gig. We can just tweak it. Any gig. All the gigs. <laughs> Jackie. I was in print this yeah. week. All right. Yeah, you were. You, uh, that's did, right. Real paper. Did a, 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 an incredible article on me and women in comedy. Mentioned you. Mentioned our show of flappers in the LA Times Digital. And then Bruce took this incredible picture of me. And uh, by the way, that foot flexibility, I only had it for a second and a half. And that's when he got the picture. Because um, <laughs> I'm like on the balls on my feet bending. Uh, oh wow! And uh, so that the it made the print edition of the LA Times like about a week later after it was out on, on digital. So I got three. Oh, I, that's great. There were three copies left at the Seven Eleven, and I got them all. And uh, that was pretty cool, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. I I saw Bruce today at at midnight after midnight. Oh, if sure, yeah, 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 yeah. He was in the green room with uh, Judy Marmel. And those are the two people I knew. And then Irene too later. Um, and then I met uh, a guy named Evan who we played catch. <laughs> he was very nice. Uh, Cause I, there was a junior size football as a prop. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Does it, who wants to play catch with me? Um, I am awkward, <laughs> but not crazy. So yeah, sure. Uh, hit that tagline, Jackie. Let the fans know. That's it. That's the new. Oh, hey, let's take a break, you guys. My name's Doug Dugay, and I'm here to talk about my podcast in the middle of the one you're listening to. It's called Valley Heat, and it's about my neighborhood, the Burbank Rancho Equestrian District, the center of the world when it comes to foosball, frisbee golf, and high-speed freeway roller skating. And there's been a Jaguar parked outside on my curb for 10 months. I have no idea who owns it. I have a feeling it's related to the drug drop that was happening in my garbage can a little over a year ago. And if this has been a boring commercial, imagine 45 minutes of it. Okay, Valley Heat, it's on every month on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. Check it out, but honestly, skip it. These are the These chronicles, are the chronicles of, the of the Rancho Equestrian District, District in Burbank, Burbank, California. California. These are the and then let's have a comic of the week. Yes. Oh, so our comic of the week, I, uh, okay. I was just checking my settings. So uh, I didn't know we hadn't done her. Um, I did a Kim, Mc, Kim McVicker, right? Now I, Kim McVicker. Yes. Yeah, so she uh, she also has a, a special on, com on comedy dynamics. Hers came out a week after mine. And so she had a like a watch party at the improv lab and had me and another comic, Leah, do a set. And um, so, it, and then we, and then she played it. And it was really funny and it, it looked That's great awesome. too. And she moved, she uses the stage. I was like, well, I stand just completely still except for a few movements. And she was walking right. across the stage. But um, of course she's Canadian. 
that's I mean, because I I hadn't heard of her until very recently, and I'm and then I'm uh, two jokes in, I I'm like, oh, again, this this country they in stealthily they develop these incredible female headliners, and then they come down <laughs> and uh, right kill it. So right, the only creeps are the dudes. <laughs> uh, so Kim McVicker. Yeah, M C V I C A R vicar, like the uh, like the Protestant, uh, you know, Pope or whatever. Priesty dudes. Yeah. yeah. And her um, her Instagram is Kim period McVicker, and it's M C not M A C M C vicar. Uh, yeah, she's really funny. So check her out. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Get in on it. Um. I will say that I learned today because uh, this week's episode would have come out yesterday now mm-hmm. uh, because of the new day. Um, Dua Lipa, Dua, Lipa? Uh, the singer Dua Lipa. Mm-hmm. That's it. She couldn't. She couldn't dance. Had a hit. No dancing. Mocked openly by fans, family, friends, the internet. Oh. Then learned to dance. Like got some choreo got better choreographers and and now can bring the dancing. Okay. Well, oh, that's good. That's what I learned today. Yes. Oh, that's a music episode of the Dork Forest is always a chance to play your own drinking game because I've never heard of any of these people. And this guy, he was a comic out of a New York comic who um his dorkdom was modern pop icons. And he didn't talk about Taylor Swift at all. Um he wanted to a little bit, but he said it would take over and he didn't want it just to be about Taylor Swift. You know what? So it was about Dua Lipa. Yeah. Did I tell you this? Like it, at the West side, a, a comic went up and did some Taylor Swift jokes that were sort of anti-Swift. And then another, the next comic, that was a guy comic. And the next comic is a woman comic, huge Swifty. And she was furious. <laughs> and so she went up and just ragged on his set. And uh, and then they kind of like had a a very um, passionate discussion oh, yeah. backstage. Um, and at, at right. the time, I was well, like Taylor Swift wasn't really like I I know a few of her songs, but that that's a, that's the level I am with most people, most singers. As I, <laughs> I right, you I, only know a few of my jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I only know four of mine. Um, and so, <laughs> uh, yeah, just. It, it, and then, of course, recently, you know, the, the discourse about her and her fans and her power have been kind of. Uh... Well, as I said to this this guy uh, in Lockwood, I said, I know these are the things I know about Taylor Swift is that she is she's only been doing it about a dozen years. And he goes, 15, 15 years. <laughs> and then. uh <laughs> she's 30 she's like 32 years old he goes that's right that's right i said she bumps uh her drivers 100 grand her truck drivers 100 grand a bunch of times for their work and he goes yeah and i said and she usually donates to a homeless shelter in a a city where she's working and she's dating a football player and he goes yeah and uh and i said and i think i've heard a couple of her songs he goes You've heard a lot of her songs. And uh, I was like, right, because I've been to gas stations and grocery stores. And he's like, that's right. And he's like, she's just, she's very young. And she has 
her heart in the right place. And there is nothing more threatening to dudes, especially a certain kind of male comic. There's literally nothing more threatening than a young woman like a Margot Robbie or, you know, a Brie Larson. Uh, these are these are people that you're like, oh, she's hot and she's talented and she's a good business person and she seems nice, but she's a bitch. Yeah. And overrated, overrated. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. So there's it. I'm not by any stretch of the imagination. Could I be called a Swifty? I would have to know more than two of her songs. You're a Jonathan. And right now. Mm hmm. <laughs> Bam, ladies and gentlemen, uh literary reference by Lori Kamar. Uh so Jonathan Livingston Siegel is what I thought of, but you you said Jonathan Swift. Hilarious. Um so yeah, the other person the other ones that this this guy mentioned were Renee Rapp and Olivia Rod something. There you go, and Charlie XCX. So good work. He uh he wants there to be a fantasy football for young women uh singers. He is a he is he is a young gay man mm-hmm. comic from uh Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it would be just gay men with our fantasy pop singers and just sort of what's the greatest lineup? And I'm like, Yeah, it's a fun game. You should totally do that. Where are our gay fans? Where are our gay male fans that work for every joke, that go to multiple shows, that have that go? You said this joke differently. This show. Where are they? You. They don't. (laughs) They don't even need to be gay. Uh, Lori would like you just to be that person. I would prefer them to be gay. I don't want straight men doing that. That's her. Okay. All right. All right. Too scary. And, uh, well, all I know is I don't have any sets until Friday. Uh, this, oh wait, that's not true. Monday, which this is not going up on. Uh, I'm at the blind barber doing the blind barber. Uh, Jackie, are we going to do a zoom show on Tuesday? You want to, uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't, my, my plate is relatively full because of travel. And a lot of things. Let's find out tomorrow. It may come in hot. But again, uh, if we do a Zoom show on Tuesday, this goes up on Wednesday. Well, they don't need to know it. No, it's it's for our Patreons and Max Funders anyway, so they'll find out. Um, oh, right, right. It's weird because we are recording this on Sunday, but it will be very helpful in future days be, uh, to not have to do this on Sunday night, you know. Um, that's kind of why we're so, so much help. So much help. Um, I'm good. We, yeah. we, uh, also did our, our guest interview for our Patreon, Ashley Ray, who a former comic of the week. And that we're going to, we're going to post that on, on Monday tomorrow. So people have something to listen to on Monday if they're a Patreon and Ashley okay. has an album coming out called ice cream money on March 1st. So, you know, the drill guys, um, you know, buy, don't stream if you can. Although I do know it's harder on albums to find a way to buy it. Jackie, yeah. just, I don't know what she's doing. And, uh, I'll just talk to the listener. 
<laughs> Talk to the listener. So do that. And my special's still out, guys. Uh, so for a while, it was the buy now or watch now button on Comedy Dynamics homepage was going to Jeff Dunham's and a, a listener. Uh, <sighs> a listener to that. So, so oh my on gosh. my page now, uh, it has individual buttons that go to Amazon, Apple, or YouTube. I mean, you do have to pay to watch or pay to rent. Um, but they, they go to the right places and you won't you, you yeah. see a puppet. Just heads up. Yeah. That was fair. You won't have to watch Jeff Dunham. <laughs> um I would never charge you. That's right. <laughs> I just want cash. I don't <laughs> although I don't know if I'll ever see it. But you know, whatever. Um, so I hope people are watching and, uh, enjoying, et cetera. Uh, I'd be getting good feedback from the people that have. And so thank you for, for doing that. That's awesome. Um, congrats on your sis woke grief slut business. Oh, did I get that in the right order? You did. And, uh, it was weird to thank see. You. And, uh, in the LA times, it, shortened to CWGS. I'm like, what's that? I'm like, oh wait, that's the that's the acronym for yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Um it's uh I got a good review of the Minneapolis Star Tribune. And uh you know we'll see excellent the other paste gave me a good review and then they devoted a paragraph to a chunk they thought sucked or was stale or whatever. <laughs> Oh shit. That's um well it's nice to be mentioned, but that's insane. Yeah. Because you're like, wait, what? Are you breaking it down into okay, all right, yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about just doing an EP. Mm-hmm. Um I'm thinking about just putting out singles. Just putting out singles and then putting out singles and then putting out singles. Cause I'm I'm tired. And uh who knows how long we have to live, right? We could die tomorrow and this wouldn't be recorded. We got to get these jokes on vinyl. Yes. What? I don't want vinyl. No, but I do. You know what? Um, you're, <laughs> you're spazzing and uh, I'll take it from <laughs> while you rest. Uh, but no, it, it, having it all collected into a special is, is nice. Like people seem yes. to like the, like you and I, you know, we think uh, it doesn't, nothing matters. We just throw it out on clips and try to get followers. And that's, that's what our business model is, is to try to get followers to come to our show. So it doesn't matter how it's clipped out. And that's how we think of it. But people seem to enjoy sitting down and devoting the hour to watching the special that they rented. You know, like they like to see the whole thing and not just stumble on a 90 second version of a three minute bit. You know what I mean? So I, right. do, what, I think it's I, I, yeah. to do that, you know, uh, uh, along the way, uh, it it's also good to have it all collected in one place that um, that people can. That's what I like. I like that it's all collected in one place. Yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily think that people are watching the whole thing. I think some people are, but I think that for the like, I clipped out this thing about the the you know that old joke. It's on staycation. It's an old joke now. And took so much energy for me to do. I haven't done it since I recorded. And it's about my dad helping the old guy with his insurance, right? right, right. His hospital bills. So clipped out is a minute and a half. And everybody 
there's something like 534 comments. Many of the comments are, here's the way you do this. And, I, and I've responded to every single one of them. Listen to the rest of the bit. It'll tell you how to do it. And, uh, and I st- I'm like, go to my YouTube. Go to 800 Pound Gorilla's YouTube. You can watch both of my specials right there. And, um, and I do want, I need new clips and I have new footage, but I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I just, uh, I'm tired of, of putting, I just, uh, I just, so what I did is I put some old clips up Yeah. and it's actually gotten some traction. That one that was at like 2 million last week is at 5 million. Now. What's the topic? Uh, boyfriend expectations. Wow. Remember that? Remember that one? That's crazy. Sort of. Five million. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's nuts. And um the yeah, the the and the other one's at like half a million and another one's at two hundred thousand. And that's on Instagram or TikTok? On Instagram. On Instagram. The, on TikTok, the only one one's at one million. And then the others are at like 200 grand. So it's great. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it all means when it comes down to it. When I can't find the punchline on this other joke. How about that? It doesn't mean anything to me if I can't find the punchline on this damn joke. I did write. uh, I wanted to try this new thing. Mm -hmm. uh, You know what? My notebook is in the is in the car okay. that makes me nervous Are you anyway it uh, sorry <laughs> it is- why don't we take another break let's take another break real okay. quick if we could hello sleepyheads sleeping with celebrities is your podcast pillow pal we talk to remarkable people about unremarkable topics all to help you slow down your brain and drift off to sleep for instance we have the remarkable neil gaiman i'd always had a vague interest in live culture, food preparation. Sleeping with Celebrities, hosted by me, John Moe, on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Night-night. Okay, I am a little spazzy. It is frustrating to look back, to, you know, go backwards. That's what it feels like. Because, like, I'd rather spend my energy on new stuff and creating a new, new, more material. Not clipping out old material and trying to hashtag it properly, but that's what we have to do. Um, and the people that are have are doing like really well spent a lot of time doing that. You know, like I wish I had you know spent my pandemic lockdown doing that. You know, I had other things yeah. happening, but the people that did it, it it worked. I mean, you spent I, the, all that time that you put digitizing all those t- tapes, though, I think is going to pay off. Uh, are you being sarcastic? No, I am not being sarcastic. I am not. I, mean, uh, well, I just I have, to, you have to be clear. Yeah, I have to go through them. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, the, it does feel like it's I don't know what the business is either, you know, and um, it's really I don't know. I just, yeah. I'm <laughs> like, like I, I can't, you can't plan for anything. I just go, I'm just going to, I'm going to spend this year, this 2024, uh, putting out a lot of clips and not just doing it haphazardly, like trying to do it, you know, methodically and like 
treat myself like I am a social manager for one comic named Lori Kilmartin and get that mm-hmm. stuff done and do that for like a year. Like it's a lot of my job during the day, you know, that's less time working on writing stuff, but yeah. what I, the, I spent a year doing packets to no for nothing for nothing. To no avail at this point. Yeah. yeah. I spent time. I worked on someone else's fucking pilot for like a year and then nothing. And then I worked on mine and mine needs work and I want to finish it. But also it's like, why nothing's happening on the writing side. (laughs) Like what's happening. So I I only have so much energy and I need to focus it. Maybe I'll just focus it on me as a performer this year and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that is an excellent use of sort of your energy. I'm a, I don't know, like I'm about to go and do a lot, I think a lot of sets. Mm-hmm. When you think about the 14 sets at Vegas alone, mm-hmm. those are 14, 15 minute sets. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of work can get done in those, in that week, I think, on different chunks. I think that driving chunk, by the end of this month, that driving chunk better be so tight that you could bounce a quarter off of it right into Jimmy Fallon's mouth. And, uh, and he might enjoy that. You don't know. He, he wouldn't enjoy that. Game you could pitch and uh, have a guild writing job. There you go. And, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I've got, I'm premise rich and all of my sets coming up. Let's see. The, the the Fargo Duluth stuff are all 25s. And then the other two are either like 10 to 25s. And then I go to New York and I have a boat ton of 15s. 10 mm-hmm. to 15s. And that another boat ton of 15s. So no full sets. No 45 to an hour until I go out again. I, I don't even know what my next full weekend is offhand. Go to JackieCation.com, you guys, and find out what it is. She spent a lot of money yeah. on that at that website. Please go to it. So did I. I spent a lot of money on mine. Please go to our websites. <laughs> the new Dork Forest website has a glitch in the video feed, so you got to go to the Dork Forest YouTube page to watch uh, the Dork Forest uh, videos. So whatever... Melanie and I did to create that widget is somehow fakakted and must be course corrected. And I don't know when I'll do that in the next three days that I'm home. And when this goes, the next 12 hours that I'm home. So Ron Funches is now playing Hell Lovers, just popped up on my laptop. Uh, Steam is on in the background. I wish it wasn't. Ron Funch's Twitch open. Okay. I guess life is fair. I I don't understand. Riverside. Close it all. Okay. I won't have anything to distract me. Meanwhile, Ron Funch is playing Twitch on on a separate monitor. (laughs) Distracted. But for for some reason, it doesn't turn off. I'm like, why wouldn't Steam turn off? It's Steam and Discord. That's what it all is. And it should just be turned off in the background. And yet it isn't. It's fascinating. 
anyway, here's what I wanted for you for Go Fact Yourself. I wanted uh, somebody related to the royal family to show up. I wanted it to be about the royal family and then your mind to be blown when somebody's valet showed up or somebody's hairdresser or somebody's chauffeur or just a dude in a really tall hat. (laughs) Um, I would have, I made a kind of a joke about Diana's death. And then I was like, oh, I hope no one, I mean, I just, I, I said something of, I said something fell off and then I said, and Diana, who then of course fell off the earth or something like that. I just kind of kept the the rhythm right. going and everyone oohed. And then I was like, um, hmm, is it hope- too soon? Didn't she die in like 1982? She I mean, did. she died in 1996. Um, I think. Yeah. Or seven. Right. Yeah, I mixed even, her dates with even John- her children are joking about it now. Lori. So I don't think so. Uh, but Harry is suing, he successfully sued the Daily Mail and they have to give him 2.5 million pounds and, okay. um, about to sue the son and, uh, he's, he's really raking them over the coals and I love it. So, uh, what, it, what, uh, the son can suck a dick. Uh, right. so. they're, they're all, they're all under the Rupert Murdoch and this other guy, Lord Rothermere, um, they're they own all those things and they're just piece of shit people that uh engineered brexit and really sold britain out and fucked up when which you start fucking up britain it starts to fuck up the united states too because that's that's our that's our those are our, our partners in europe and they're not even in the eu anymore so it, it really I'm, I'm reading this amazing Substack by this woman she's a historian who takes um local uh current politics and applies it historic and, and puts it in context oh historically nice. it was heather cox richardson okay and she is it's amazing it really feel, and to, yeah she seems to be she's like the smartest person in the room as far as i can tell and um i'll turn her heather cox richardson I, and i've yeah. been posting i've been posting it you get a day and you could you subscribe and give her money Mm-hmm. Um, or you can do you can do a free subscription, and all of her stuff because she's an academic mm-hmm. is uh, footnoted and referenced and sourced, and you're like, oh, thank you, baby Jesus, for a fact that I don't have to deal with this. Uh, just sort of loosey goosey. Here are the facts. Anyway, um, in other news. It's been an hour, and I. it's not that I don't like you both, but I, for some reason, have Sunday tiredness. Yeah, of course. Me too. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows supported directly by you.